back, 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 back again, again, again. To chat, to chat, chat, chat. With your clats, clats, clats. Yo, what they do, homies? Hey guys, it's Tony. And he's Steph. Steph, he's school in the building. Yes, man. <laughs> what it do, what it do. So, guys, you've been away for a short second. What are you doing? So, Stephanie was drinking tea yet, and then she had to now <laughs> move her whole head away from the microphone. They can't hear I you. I don't want you to hear my mouth. They're not going to hear you. I don't know, because obviously... Is your you teeth clanging to... against the mug? No, but when the head... Can you... Why are you abusing me for? Because if you saw the way her neck stretched, yeah. I'm from, being tuffful. To go away from the mic. Just, even if you have to make noise, you go... <laughs> <laughs> not everyone's bush like you bro <laughs> not taking tips from your ass <laughs> this is a girl that we mid-centers burping in your face <laughs> no, no apology I apologize no apology I do you apologize after even... I call your stank ass yeah, out sometimes it, it even like um, it surprises me sometimes and it just comes out nah man it's, a, it's, it's, it's an insult do you know this girl yeah offers me my direct <laughs> Let me just even say this before we even get into it. This girl offered me Madeira cake, right? We are sitting here with our with our blankets. The house is already warm, but we're chilling here with our blankets. She offered me a nice slice of Madeira cake. It's a thick slice. And she offered it, yeah? My girl said to me, after she ate half of her portion, that I should hurry up and eat mine because she'll be jealous. What kind of rubbish is that? You know that was where you're with a child and the child's watching, you've given the child their portion of ice cream, you've got yours, and you thought, I want mine to just sit there for a minute. The child has licked off theirs and then they're standing there looking at you. Yeah, that was my child. Mate. Do you remember when Grace used to do that? She'd just be sitting there and be like this. And it's like, you're not getting me. Don't go away. You're not getting me. And that is totally when she was eyed up. So I've purposely left like a quarter of the Madeira cake. I will I chop just, that oh, cake. Yeah. I, I if you don't her, take she, it, I will chop it. was being polite. I know you won't anymore. I've changed my mind. <clears throat> you can change whatever you want to change. Anyway. I love Madeira cake, guys. Just head. head she up. loves it. So when Christmas it. comes up, if you want to be getting a Madeira cake. I'm with Madeira cake. That is such a Nigerian cake to want. What? Madeira cake? Madeira cake and custard. Bangs, are you mad? Yeah, actually do sound like a typical. Bangs, oh my god, this cake is so... Madeira. Can you eat it, please? This girl, no. she's now she's now using her thing her, her finger. So now pick the crumb, the cake, and pick the crumb. I want you it. to. I want to entice you. And if I take that cake here, yeah, I will kick you. Your shit. <laughs> <laughs> this girl tried to lay her dusty fingers on my cake. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Welcome back and thanks for listening. Yeah, um, thank you. <clears throat> did you miss us? Mm. We missed you. I know you have. We've just been a bit, you know, life has happened, so mm. we just took a, a quick hiatus. Hiatus. <laughs> hiatus. But we bang. Bug, bug, bug. We are bug, bug, bug. So what are we talking about? So today, me and <clears throat> Steph are here to unload a bit. Mm about how we just don't care about certain things in life anymore, especially after hitting 30. And you know mm. what? It's not even like, I've been chatting to like some of my other friends as well who are 30 and we we all have this same kind of, this energy about just not caring anymore about mm. what people will think, whether that's your family or your friends <clears throat> or your neighbor's cat. Like it's, you just don't, yeah. it's funny because one of my friends um turned 30 yesterday mm-hmm. and um went to his um 
birthday dinner and I remember saying to him as a joke because you know all <laughs> all aunties and uncles will ask you how does it feel to be tatty Mm-mm-mm. I don't actually know yeah 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 and <clears throat> all the years I've known him he's always been like don't care yeah so I guess it probably wouldn't make a difference to him but I think it really does depend on your upbringing yeah and I think that's probably what's brought me and T together as friends mm. is because our upbringing is so, so similar, similar. Mm. so when we express some of our frustrations we can really relate mm. um but yeah I think this particular topic we are definitely in harmony about this one mm. but I think we may have slightly um different approaches because obviously our personality mm. um and also just other factors that we probably are going to explore today yeah. so do you know it's so funny like you saying that about you know <clears throat> when people ask you um how do you feel how does it feel to be whatever age how does it feel to be 21 how does it feel to be 25 how does it, I'm feel? Like, how how does it feel? feel to be a clat how, oh god wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> but literally though like i think the only time i can really actually truthfully answer that question is when i turn 30 like how does it feel to be 30 because mm. babe it feels different for me it mm. feels different i feel like i don't know why the number 30 feels so significant to me because I feel like in my 20s like I still felt kind of young do you know what I mean I just, I, yeah I still felt kind of young like 21 22 23 25 whatever you're just young but 30 bro deep it you are 30 a whole big, big man, three zero you're pushing 40 yeah big man yeah you pick somebody out in the street you, know you what can't reclaim with ignorance you know you can't anything. you literally can't like it's, <clears throat> it's just different it's literally i feel like i feel like more 30 is actually the an age of an adult you know what i'm saying i know but legally no, you're an adult i know legally <laughs> yes yeah, i'm saying like legally yeah. they say 18 yeah um and even in america 25 <coughs> or 21 mm. 25 but like i feel like 30 i feel like okay yeah you're, you have landed you have landed you have no excuse anymore your wings have grown Full length. <laughs> your wings are flapping. Your parents have kicked you your on your ass. Your wings You should be out of the nest by now. You should have. Anyway, but also on the same like basis of the fact that you know you've kind of come into this energy of I don't care. Mm. Um, I think as well it it kind of goes hand in hand with also overcoming certain fears. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like that you might have been scared that might have, I don't want to say paralyzed you. I'm going to say it. That might have paralyzed you in your 20s, mm-hmm. you know? And now in your 30s, you're kind of like, I don't care yeah. anymore. Like, yeah. I, whatever is, whatever this, this thing that's holding me back, I just don't, mm. I don't care. Some of it is down to like culture and religion. That's mm-hmm. quite, that can create that 100%. mental sense of 100%. restriction. 100%. <clears throat> so there'll be certain things that I remember like, you know you know you have like a group of friends that are like you know christian christians Mm-mm-mm. and then you have some that are like yeah in between Mm-mm-mm. and then you have the other ones that are just they have no experience of yeah. it so they can't relate yeah, yeah, yeah i wouldn't say they're non-christians but they just still exploring themselves and their yeah. belief systems and you'd have conversations with some of them <laughs> i remember it would be like this would have been secondary school as well which is mad <clears throat> i remember when um we went to youth church and there was this whole thing for probably a couple of months where they were playing um what's the name of that video the truth about hip-hop oh my <laughs> for those who oh know about God. 
the truth behind hip hop, or maybe for and those who don't know. And said it was a cult and a religion. Yeah. So basically, there there was this guy. Um, I I don't know if he's still quite active. Um, I can't remember his name for the life of me mm. right now, but he was a pastor. But he just seemed to have this agenda around exposing, I guess, the demonic. And I put that in inverted commas. The demonic association between R and B and hip hop with these like up and coming or current artists and i remember <clears throat> there was this whole segment focused on snoop dogg yeah and i've never been an actual vivid like i haven't been a, f- a fan of snoop mm. dogg anyway mm. i didn't know like any of his like music well the only stuff would have been the mainstream stream stuff that mm. would have been with like dr drain mm-hmm. and whatnot i was really I mean, I didn't have older siblings, so mm. T, you would have known. Mm-mm-mm. So I didn't know, in it. And I remember they played, he played the video of Murder, Murder Was The Case. Mm. I'd never seen that video What video before. is that? It was a music video, Snoop Dogg's music Which, video. What happens in the video? Like, he morphs into a dog. And listen. And the, the demon. Listen, yeah. I, I was going to sneak. When you were talking about that video, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually getting that up Because I watched it when it, I watched it when I was younger. I'm Did seeing, you? Yeah, I watched, I've seen the video. For, that's why I was like, what happened to the video? I've seen it when I was, when I was younger. Yeah. That video scared me till this day <laughs> till this day like, I can I can see it in my head yeah. right now yeah, yeah. when he morphs into that dog and yeah. like it's so but similar he to him looks like a dog as well. yeah. yeah babe that video and then the, scared the, the crap person out of me. that was acting as Jesus Christ was actually a demon or something babe, that video. it was all weirdest it was a weirdest thing to watch now don't, obviously don't get me wrong like you know from a faith-based point of view it was pretty dark and it was overtly demonic yeah, like, yeah. but he was really kind of um he was really reaching with quite a few other celebrities yeah um and i just remember i mean my household like we weren't allowed any secular music like it was a no yeah and i remember back then my dad got me like this jvc uh, cd CD player player with a with with a radio Oh, no, you had these little speakers. I don't even remember when you came into my room and I had this like brown little speaker and it was like this kind of glass case thing that, you know, the the CD popped up. Yeah, 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 it was, it was, it was current then. (laughs) (laughs) I used to play music off Kiss FM. Yeah, I would never forget when I first heard Who's That Girl by Eve. (laughs) I was it on a cassette player that had a sermon on it. on it and i recorded over it oh my god and i used to have it in my little cassette player and i'd be like they want to know who's that girl (laughs) 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 but yeah i you know i was not allowed and i remember when just kind of going back to the story at hand when when we watched that that you know truth behind hip-hop thing And I remember I had all this music downloaded off LimeWire that took weeks to collect. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also had an album that someone bought for me for Christmas. It was Destiny's Child Fulfilled. Yeah. I threw that in the bin. (gasps) Wait, I think... Oh, I wait, remember no, I no. went through this thing where I was just no, throwing all of like the secular music. I was like, yeah. it's devil music. I don't think I threw it in a bin, but I just stopped listening to them. No, because they I'd said, like, don't give it away. Yeah, I they just was like, to them. If you're going to give it away, that means you're busting devil mad. music. Yeah. Throw it. I actually cut the thing in two and I threw it in the bin. <gasps> you really? I really did. This needs to build. I know. I'm so upset about that. I had that, I had that whole album on replay. Like, it was my oh favourite album. Days. And that person bought it for me. I'll never forget, it was like a secret Santa in my oh. friendship group in secondary school. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> the, the point I'm trying to make from that example that I gave 
was how you know it's, <laughs> I want to say it was put upon us yeah and the thing is it was like you almost or couldn't handed down to us sorry it was it was almost like it was an instructed form of fear mm. fear <laughs> fear oh, oh fear Tony has this real thing about the way I say fear is it fair fear I don't even know what you're saying anymore <laughs> afraid <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk I really oh struggle with that. You know, like says, fair as in I'm being fair and balanced. Yeah. And then fear. Fear. I'm saying that right. Fear. You say it through the teeth. I don't know why you say it. You just say it through your mouth. Fear. <laughs> fear. But you say. I don't know how you just say it weird. Fearum. Fear. It's fair. Oh, anyway, go I can't on. say it. So go please on. forgive me. I don't see would be rolling her eyes. So <laughs> English teacher, the one that says oh. colonel. <laughs> Ever tried to speak English again. <laughs> Colonel. <laughs> Colonel Fier. <laughs> Colonel Fier. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel Fier. For those who don't know the joke that we're making. You need to listen to the episode before. Oh, okay. Yeah, we won't recant it. Oh, you. Recant. you have to listen to but, the episode before. Go and listen to the previous episode. Then you oh, understand what we have laughing about. <laughs> Colonel. Or a couple of episodes. I don't even know if it was last. I don't think it, it was, was one episode. of them episodes, man. If you ain't been listening, there's a software review. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is the fear <laughs> yeah. that is almost kind of instilled in you. Um, it's, it was more instructional rather mm. than you kind of making your own yeah. judgment that yeah. actually this is what... I, and, and, and obviously I'm not blaming anybody because mm. I made that decision to do that. But I feel like when you're raised in a certain type of environment from when you're very, very young, you are shaped to have a certain mindset. Mm. Yeah. And you don't actually question, even though, even though you are asked to question, you don't actually question. Yeah, because I don't think you're really, you're not really allowed. Not really, no, but they would encourage they it verbally. But they don't really give you the space to, no. to ask questions and, to ask questions and knowing that when you ask that, that question, you're actually going to get an answer that you're looking for, as opposed to, I feel like. I wouldn't I, even say an answer that you're looking for, like, just or, something or, or, that was a lot more. That's, um, what's the word? scriptural based no well, come on smarty pants what's that word <laughs> like so a balanced they'll give me answer. they they'll give me it's almost like a false <clears throat> uh hope that i can ask this question and they will reply to me with a scripture they will reply to you they, with that's what they will do that's mm. what i'm saying that so they will reply to me with scripture but they give you the 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 false pretense that they won't reply to your scripture. They reply to you on a one-to-one human. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like logical, realistic, yeah. realistic answer with, with, you know, and, and there's nothing to back it up. Of course. Yeah. You can but use I feel like it's support. more just scripture and no explanation. No. Back in the day. The Bible says that's it. It will never be. Oh, I understand why you asked that question. Yeah, and actually there isn't really an answer, but I have the view that, yeah. you know, but it or was even, never. Or this yeah. Because of based on what I read, this is what you know for the Bible. What the Bible tells me is da 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 and da 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 da. It's very um like like I said, this this um episode is not intended to be critical against anybody, but I think it's for us oh, to that. be able to share our opinions. But that's and also that's our experiences. That's our experience, yeah. And you know, it, it's funny because it almost had and, and you know it's almost like you had to do a full kind of circle mm. to then kind of be in a space where you could question. And be okay to question it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it was a it was an interesting time to be raised um, in that type of environment. And like I said, there there are benefits, but they were 
there were negatives as well mm. and um <clears throat> i wouldn't say that they were damaging because if they were then i probably wouldn't be in the position to have this conversation with mm. you um and I, I do feel like and this is probably more applicable to parents that have children or um you know or have someone that they're responsible for mm. in any capacity a young person is to have an open conversation Mm-mm. it isn't to have this prescriptive answer and this is the thing you don't actually have to have the answer for everything mm. it's okay to say i actually don't know Mm-mm-mm. that doesn't make me less of a christian mm. that doesn't make me less godly do you know mm. what i'm saying it's i actually don't know or actually there are people that hold these views yeah um i don't necessarily align myself to them mm. but i respect their views yeah and these are my views like it's you know <laughs> in a christian household do you think they'll come and teach you about religion in its fullest capacity like all types of religion no they wouldn't <clears throat> because they would i don't know there would be this sense that if i taught my child you know about any other religion there is a there is a fear that you will mm-hmm. <laughs> that you would go like, into, into that you would another, deviate another, from yeah. christianity whereas actually not doing that has actually caused people to deviate from it yeah. because it's not allowed an open honest conversation and <clears throat> it's frustrating when your choice is being taken away in a way yeah and I, and like i said it, i don't think it was meant with malice i think Absolutely there is a not. level of ignorance <clears throat> there, there is a level of ignorance in all of that mm. because you know cultural differences mm. um you know you've got parents that are born back home they come here you know at the age of 20 mm. most of them have they establish themselves, they kind of essentially embed themselves within the Brit- whatever the British culture is, and I know that's a separate debate Mm-mm-mm. for another day. And then they're constantly conflicted between what they know from back home and here. And what they're living in now. So when they're raising their child, they try to instill the same kind of, you know... What eth- they know from back home in, yeah. the, in, the, in the area that they lived in, in the, the environment that they lived in, they're bringing it into here. Exactly. And it's... You, sit there and you're just like i can't relate to anything that you're Mm. saying even when it comes to christianity Mm. because you know especially in a place like nigeria like religion's very very popular there there seems i don't know if the data is correct but the last time i've checked it's 50 percent of the population is christian and 50 percent are muslim Muslim. Mm. there is a growing number of people that are becoming is it agnostic agnostic is they that don't the word? Anything. Yeah, they're not atheists. They're, not, they're yeah, not saying that they don't believe in God, but they just don't entertain any, any religion. religion. And um, <clears throat> and I think that's probably more the millennials, more mm-hmm. so than the the baby boomers, as in our parents' mm. generation and older. And you find that when you and and I don't know, like I said, this isn't a fact, but you, I remember someone saying to me that how you don't <laughs> you don't take your faith seriously. You don't take your walk with Christ seriously and I was like you know now that I'm thinking about it I'm like how could you know whether or not I'm taking my Mm -hmm. walk with Christ seriously is it because I'm not exhibiting the same behaviours that you're exhibiting speaking in tongues and standing up and doing a whole theatrical Mm -hmm. show for you to see Mm -hmm. whether or not I'm you know equated to this close this Mm -hmm. Christian that's that close to God and I didn't understand where they were coming from when they said that and I remember asking my dad or my mum and I spoke to them about that statement they were like no it's true you don't because your cultural, you know, the settings that you're in at the moment causes you or makes you less inclined to entertain it. Mm. When you're like in poverty or when you're struggling or when you're in a country where law is almost kind of like 
lawless, mm-hmm. like where law yeah. doesn't work, <clears throat> where there's so much injustice, there is a real inclination to rely on faith. Mm-hmm. So you rely on God. That's why they're so like forceful about it. Mm-hmm. And because people are in need mm-hmm. and obviously there's scriptures to back it up where when you're in need, there is a tendency to be more closer to God. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm only paraphrasing, but even that in itself has contextual questions for me where it's like, well, why would God want me to be in need? But mm. that's, you know, that's a different, different conversation. And I know there's some people that would probably contact me and give me scriptures to back it up or whatever. And that's fine. <laughs> but anyway, I think kind of just not trying to veer off into religion, mm. but really just the, the angle that I guess, and I, I can't obviously speak for Tolly, but she may agree or not agree. Mm a lot of a lot of the decisions that we've made when we're young and i say a lot not all because i know i've made some decisions that were exclusively my own Mm. decision but a lot of the decisions that we've made the way we view the world Mm -hmm. has been shaped by our upbringing in in that faith in that faith 100 percent, 100 percent. because you have it in the back of your you have in the back of your mind that some things that you're going to do are sinful like just everyday basic things do you know what i mean they're sinful and if you if you have a desire to do them you're already sinning if you think about it you're sinning that was something that was taught as well yeah yeah if you think about it you've already sinned and then you feel guilty um and i think i think this i'm gonna say the spirit of guilt is it's rife it's rife it's horrible it's such it's such a shame that so many people feel it and go through it but like not in a but based on something based on trivial things do you know mm. what i mean based on things that they shouldn't really feel guilty about mm. but because they've been told what you're doing is wrong mm. you are sinning you're sinning you're sinning and because you want to because you feel you want to do something mm. or you want to go this particular way or you want to think a different thought mm-hmm. to the thoughts that you've been told to think do you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, let's just hit the nail on the head. It's, you know, the, the easiest example is sex. A hundred percent. You know, you think about sex, you've had sex, you've sinned. Because you, it's kiss a, you kiss a boy, you look at a boy or girl, you do a heaver, you're sin. Yeah, you're sinner. You need to go repaint. Is this like on. a constant apologetic state? Yeah. And I can, you know, <clears throat> I can say that I've, you know, been in a scenario well, i wouldn't even say scenario because it was years it took me many many years to overcome it and i you know i have alluded to you guys in some previous episodes that i do have a child what do you mean you've alluded well, have i said you've it plain on said did i you okay in your head oh, yeah, they even know her name convers- shut up <laughs> it could have been my little sister you're so annoyed i have alluded what do you I mean, mean they i know. wanted to use the words anyway I've had a child, I have a child, and I had her when I was um, 17, and um, and then the following day, she turned 18, because our birthdays are next Again, door to each other. Again, you know other. the story. Anyway, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is from the time that I found out I was pregnant, up until probably the last few years, mm. throughout that period of time, I just was constantly apologetic mm. like constantly and i didn't realize it like i was mm. just anyone that would see i'd be like i'm sorry i'm sorry mm. and i'd literally you'd catch me actually saying sorry mm. and some people would be like what are you sorry about mm. and i just couldn't understand why it was like that i'd go into church and it was a constant like ap- like i'm sorry 
and there will always be one or two people that will try and encourage me but I knew it was patronizing because it was almost like didn't really expect you to make anything of yourself you know but you know what what do you mean not that they've verbally said it but what now no then Mm -hmm. so be very much like you know you know um almost like we're rooting for you type of thing and um what was it? There was a statement I remember hearing, like, you don't go to church late, you should be at church all the time, and, you know, you always need to go and seek God to, to help you, and, uh, and you know, true or Johnny or Rizzy or child, like, there'll be certain statements, it's really hard for me to articulate, because mm. I've really put it at the back of my mind, yeah. but there'll be certain statements um, that were made in that time, and it was almost like, I should be grateful that those people have almost kind of acknowledged me Except in a positive way into... but actually what they actually meant was almost like well it's interesting how you've kind of done something with yourself so i suppose like... you know you're hearing it and they wrote they wrote you off yeah they did and to be honest i don't think that really mattered to me then mm. i think it was more around this whole idea of like i'm so sin- sinful like mm. i can never be forgiven for it mm. And I know, like, you know, I've had numerous conversations with with those who are close to me where it mm. was just like, well, what's happened happened. But mm. I couldn't wrap my head around that mm. because of the constant, like, mm. apologetic yeah. state that I was in. Yeah. And that affected every aspect of my yeah. life. That affected me at work. That affected me in my education. Yeah. That affected me with my social interact- yeah. interactions. And then it uh, dawned on me that actually that was a like self-esteem issue mm. and i remember having this i had this conversation recently with someone and i was just like actually you know um didn't realize that i wasn't facing into some of the issues about how i perceived myself mm. and how i just didn't allow myself to question things and challenge things and make a decision for myself mm. um because it, it, in a way it's easy for someone to make that decision for you mm. um but I don't know what it is about turning 30. It's almost like, like, you know, we joke about it, but it really does feel like my wings are flat. Mm-mm-mm. So it's just like, if anyone was to chat rubbish, dependent on who it is and the circumstances and, and the appropriate way of facing into it, I would mm-hmm. face into it and I would yeah. challenge it. Um, I think because we spent so much of our lives, like, um, fighting against what we've been taught and what we have discovered that we believe in Mm. as an individual i think for me like hitting 30 i just kind of i just kind of got tired Mm. i just kind of got tired of like feeling like i'm fighting a losing battle like i'm never winning like i can (laughs) never be myself because what myself is doesn't align with your expectations what the expectations that people have put on me so i think and you know i was you know i said before like being 30 sounds more like an adult or an adult or whichever way people say it um and i think i just kind of i just kind of felt this is i've had enough i've Mm. literally just had enough like Mm. i can't like how how long will i continue to live my life for somebody else do you know what i mean yeah like yeah like you know some people think this is what i even like people in, in in church who oh you've made something of yourself okay cool for you who who are you who are, first of all close your lips close like, so why are you why are you thinking about what i'm gonna do with my life why must you come up here and say to me you know oh you've made something of yourself 
And so, what if I had not? Because people project, and this is the you know that the comparison thing. It's like, oh, I'm not doing. You're doing worse than me, so I must feel better about myself. Or, oh, I'm doing terrible in comparison to this person because they're doing quite well, as opposed to just facing their own journey. Or even. I'm doing bad, but at least I'm not as bad as that person. At least I'm not yeah, it when I was yeah, that's, that XYX, is right. So like, well, I didn't move from somebody who wasn't in this particular relationship. At least, mm. at least, at least, at least comparing it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like a rationale to kind of almost accept your situation as opposed to your situation is your situation. That's it. It's your journey. There's just so... I, I need, we can even go, you know, we, we, can we, go we talk about it. We talk about it so many times about, even last episode, about, you know... You finish your you finish your degree. You find mm. a you find a boyfriend or your partner. You get married. You have children. You get a house. You have children. Blah, 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 then you die. And then that's it. And that's it. But it's just like there's there's just so many expectations on you. And then and then you start to feel like you literally start to feel like a failure because you're not conformed into this box. And it's so funny because we were talking about earlier. Um, um, we we're talking about. So earlier before today we we're talking about as well being coming full circle like your mm, behavior mm-mm. from when you're younger to when you're older and we we're talking about um restricted recklessness versus refined recklessness and we'll we break it down for you little broken off for you so when for, you're younger for, for all of you so when you're younger <laughs> um um as Steph was saying as well she was saying that you're unapologetic like kids are unapologetic rude, with you know. their pe- behavior, but and it's rude. They'll be like, "Why have you got no hairline?" And the thing is, they say things as they stink. they see it as they see it. Yeah, like the thing is, a There's lot no of times, filter. sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're being cheeky little buggers and they're being rude and they mm. know they're being rude. But sometimes they literally are just saying that they do have no filter. Um, but obviously, as you grow up, and that's 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 um just this reckless behavior. What restrict no but yeah restricted that's re- restricted recklessness is I like thought, what age group do you think that that starts to occur? So when you're like, I would think that with the description that you gave, I would think from the time that you were able to speak up until maybe six, seven, that's when you, that's when you are, when you're unfiltered because you're as I said you're just seeing it as you say it. Mm. They're just you're, you're young. You don't really understand. Remember our friend um, that told us the story about her son taking him to go shopping? What happened? <laughs> she took him to go shopping, but she rushed out of the house in it. So they just brushed their teeth, put on clothes, and they yeah. popped out and they were at the bus stop. And yeah. they saw these two strangers yeah. there. And he opened up his mouth and he was like, oh, you know, my baby didn't give me a bath oh today. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, can you shut but- up? And that's just yeah, yeah. You're that's a bit reckless, but, but it's the truth. It's the truth. You didn't bait. You didn't bat. That's it. You didn't bat. Cool. <laughs> um, but then I feel like you know when you get like into primary school and secondary school, you know, when I say restricted recklessness, I think that's more a secondary school thing because you know you're wild. But and here is my point, which I was going to say, like when you start getting to secondary school, they start to. They start to mold box you, you and mold you. Thank you. That's the way they start to mold you into a particular path. Mm. And they start setting out your life plan for you and saying, well, this is, um, you finish school, you go to college, you go to university, after Even university, you get school. a job. If you don't know what you're doing at stats, then you're going to be a bum. From year, from, <laughs> from year gen- nine. Year eight. They tell you to pick in year eight. Oh yeah, yeah, that's you true. You have to pick in year eight. That's true. Do you know what I mean? You have to start picking what you want to do, basically with your life. That's it. <laughs> you're 14. That's I don't what, know what. You're not 14. <laughs> There are, yeah, eight, you're 12. 
You're Flip 12, it. 13. No, no, no. Year you start school in, in, year 11, in year seven, you're 11 years old. You're 11. Are you? I thought it was 12. Bruh, you're 11. Trust me. And then in year eight, you're 12, 13. Ah. Bruh. So by those ages now, you're trying to, you're literally trying to figure out what you're going to do. Mm. So cool. So you're put in this box already from when you're young, like, this is the mold that I have to stick to. Educationally, that's not a word. Educationally, yeah. Educationally, you have, you know, th- this path that you kind of have to stick to, or this is mm. the path that you're told will bring success. You mm. go home as well, and they tell you a particular path that you have to bring success. And if you waver from that, if you waver from this, from this, this constructed pathway that they've made for you, you, you feel you're bad. A you're a failure. You're a rebel. You're doing it all wrong. Mm. No one's going to support you. you. You get less support. Mm. You know, some people are really lucky. They get all the support <clears throat> and they're blessed. But sometimes you don't get that. No, get a that. lot of the time you wouldn't. A get lot it. of time you don't get that. Do you know? It just it's very reminiscent and sorry to interrupt of a book that I'm just almost finishing uh, reading. And this isn't a plug or anything, but I would definitely recommend it to anyone who wants to kind of explore. And this is more focused on race relations to be honest mm. um it's by akala and it's natives oh the book came that? out a while ago i've had the book for for a hot minute mm. i haven't had the time to read it um it's very well written mm. like it's very it's well very, very intelligent it actually mm. almost made me feel a bit inferior i don't know why that's just my complex anyway so it took me a long time to just get into reading the book mm. and there was some fascinating points in the correlation he's made between being a conformist because that is how the education system is yeah. built that's how society is built yeah um to conform yeah. and that actually all you know why do our parents insist on us conforming yeah and it's all linked to kind of colonialism and i know this is you know a different debate altogether yeah. but it just it's interesting how we're talking about that and you think about like the wider implications yeah. around being conformed to these kind of expectations and some of the the expectations that I set are so Victorian and draconian. Like yeah. it's old. Like well, teach me about financial literacy. Mm-mm-mm. Teach me about managing my credit. Yeah. You know, there are currently issues happening at the moment, which are reminiscent or reflect. They reflect the issues with the education system where you've got young people getting caught up in debt for the most bizarre yeah. things that we've, you know, we've spoken yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. And I won't yeah. go into that because that is, you know, it seems to be a hot topic at the moment. Everyone's talking about it. Mm. Um, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna vocalize it because I just mm. think it's very very negative. Mm. But um, you know you're you've got young people um, sit, turn sixteen they they don't understand what a loan is they don't yeah. understand what credit is. And when I actually think about how old I was when mm. I even got to know like actually the the implications of mm. having a good or a bad credit mm. I was in my twenties. Yeah, like I guess I had my first student credit card at eighteen mm. and I did ever maxed it out. Mm but I used it and I took ages to pay it back. Yeah. Like it was Neither. because you just didn't think like, okay, yeah, it's a loan. I have to pay you. it back, but you yeah. don't think about actually if you pay it back on time, if you pay it back in full, what yeah. that means for your credit, like didn't yeah. investigate it. Didn't, you know, and my parents' financial literacy, I guess was only limited to their own yeah, understanding, yeah. which is why I find it fascinating that, you know, that they've done quite well for themselves mm. to be quite honest. Um, all they would say to say to me and my brother would be, you know, keep keep your 
keep your name having a good name is important but i never understood what they meant by mm. that that could be anything from like don't get arrested mm. to having good credit um and save that was literally my financial literacy lesson mm. so you know you go to school to conform to you know what society what the elites want and for some reason that those expectations are set in your parents mm. so they you know they try and when i say they i'm referring to our parents not mm. your parents because you know i'm sure some people have more liberal and open parents so some, people some people don't have, have very, very supportive parents yeah. you know so I, I can't be sitting here being presumptuous we can only talk about our own experiences mm. but you know this expect you know have a good job you'll mm. be successful mm. who told you that mm. having a job is paying the bills having a career is something else yeah um it's true career i have both i have a career and i have a job job real talk i'm a yozala i'm a i'm a yozala i'm a yozala <laughs> anyway um Sorry, I don't know right. we're talking about like just the... just uh, restrictive recklessness, and then we're all talking about coming back full circle because like mm. refined like, recklessness is um, we're talking about just again it's the same like I don't give a rip kind of attitude. Mm. So refined recklessness is now like you're actually it's a polite. Lunard. You're adult, yeah. You're learners. You yeah. know your rights, yeah. So like I was saying in secondary school, like you're kind of you know sometimes right. their mouths are a bit wild and they say they also say how they feel but they but may have like, valid points but you're not allowed to because that's being rude or like you can't you're young or do you know what i mean mm. and that's restricted mm. recklessness yeah. and refined recklessness as being older it's when you have the finesse where well, you have the finesse to and you know how to, 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 to shut someone down but do it very politely you do it and you don't with even have finesse. to swear you, you say excuse me mister but you walk away and they feel like an idiot do you know what I mean them, pa- them, them passive aggressive response <laughs> like, um, as or per even, my email or even yeah as per my email <laughs> as per my email <laughs> I hope I hope that makes sense <laughs> literally <laughs> But like, and also, but even, you know, being at this age, is, being at this age, you know, um, I'm going to keep saying refined recklessness, you know, when you just, you just throw everything out the window and you, you don't give a damn about it. What are you going to say? I was going to say, yeah. So we say, okay, restrictive recklessness would start between like the age, the ages from when you start talking about two or three up until about six or seven. But then you have, a well, it depends on the person. We'll say into secondary school. So maybe till about college I think you're from college and then after that you start to learn what life is really saying yeah and that you can't be reckless but then have yeah. you noticed the older generation like those who are probably 60 plus they say stuff and they don't care refined reckless but they're not refined yes. now it's just like actually i don't think it, i, I think they're you, just straight out reckless do you know what i think it's so maybe <laughs> maybe you go from like three no, stages. But I feel like do you know what I think was refined for them, right? It's not refined. They're just like you. Like, but I shut feel up. like I feel like That's... I feel like it is because for us, when I say refined recklessness, the fact that we are we are an adult and we know when to say stuff, we're not to say stuff. We're not going to be rude. We're not, it's not we're not saying be straight up rude. Do you know what I'm saying? But you just know how to handle yourself and know how to say no when you want to say no now mm. and now say yes and know how to choose yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think these older generations they are the perfect example of no f's given like, like they literally are they i think it's because they've just lived life and they're just they, like whatever. they also are tired why am i gonna keep my mouth quiet why am i 
if I see something, I'm also going to say it. But they, but now it's about knowing, knowing what to say mm. and when to say it. Mm. As opposed to, you know, when you're younger and the, you know, the little bubba was saying, mom didn't bathe me today. Mm-mm. When you're older, you walk out your house, you didn't bathe. You're not going to say that. No, but it'll be very much like, but if an opinion, if there's an opportunity, but if there's an opportunity to address or to raise an opinion, they will raise it and they wouldn't care about the impact. There's two examples I'll give you. Yeah. So the first one I remember was at petrol station. This was actually quite recent. (laughs) I love old people. (laughs) No, but this one, I don't think you'll be feeling this old person. This was in my area and I was getting petrol and it was in the summer. This was probably about two or three years ago. And it wasn't busy. I was probably the only one filling my tank. Yeah. And I saw this white, and I, I have to say what his race is to give it context, but I saw this white man. He had, he's, he clearly had his grandkids, two mm-hmm. young children with him. And he, he had two toddlers that were walking and he had a, a toddlerish baby, slash baby, in a pushchair. Mm. And then there was this man that worked at the petrol station who was putting, I think there was sand on the floor. You know, they put that on like if petrol yeah. spills so he was sweeping the floor and I was walking past and then he was like to the kids oh kids look at look at look at him he looks like a dirty monkey pardon yeah it was this asian guy that was there and he was like, no oh. but that's not reckless that's pure racism it's racism that's, yes that's that's not like no i know but the reason why i'm bringing that example is because when i say like reckless it's because and, and I'll put aside the racist yeah. bit because I know that's like a really um, major part of um, the point of, of what I'm saying. But yeah. I'm just trying to like get underneath the racism piece. Mm. It's around the fact that he didn't care about what the impact would have been. Mm. He didn't care that what he said would be deemed as hate crime. Mm-hmm. Like he just didn't care. Like that was yeah. his opinion in that moment. And the fact that he tried to embed that in, the kids. in his kids. And yeah. they were like laughing. Obviously they're babies. Like they were yeah. laughing. And he was like, look at this monkey. He must be a smelly monkey. But here's the thing though. Why I feel like that is, why I feel like that is n- not the best example of a crime, of a older recklessness, let's just call it that. But I only gave because, two examples because of the polar, op- like the extremes yeah, that you the, can face thing, I feel like he will be saying that stuff from when he's younger. Potentially, but I then, feel like he's just been racist from day dot. I'm not saying that he was never racist, but he probably would have been a lot more mindful of what he Absolutely said because not. of... Absolutely not. I you do don't not agree with that so. statement. No, I don't agree with that at all. I think he's just plain ass racist. And the fact that... Because you don't, you don't, you don't suddenly become more comfortable with, with, with you know... <laughs> With, <laughs> Why are you doing that with your body? With, 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 you don't suddenly become more comfortable to express your racism because you're older. No, that was yeah. in, that was from the get go. Yeah. You've been calling people monkeys and you've been saying racist slurs and you've been saying racist abuse from time. Yeah, from you're younger. I feel like the fact that he just said it more freer there. I thought that was the most out of body experience I've ever like. I, and the guy couldn't speak much English, so he just thought he was being nice. nice. And I was just what like, bastard. oh my God, like, I can't believe we're in 2000 and whenever mm. and I'm seeing like overt, like verbal racism. Mm. I know racism takes different forms and probably wasn't the best example, but I think the point I was trying to make was he just didn't care. And yeah. um, there was another example, this is the second one, where my friend's mum, my, my friend had a, his 
birthday party and my friend's mum approached our table and she was like, you know, you guys having a good time? You guys mm. all right? And I was like, yeah, you're right. You call everyone, aunt, anyone older than you. You're an auntie. auntie. Yeah. So I said, oh, everything's fine, auntie, and all this stuff. And then she was like, I was like, oh, did you, I think one of them was like, did you enjoy the food? And she was like, no. Why? Because it was Thai food, did it? Obviously, oh, Nigeria, did it? Oh my she was God. like, I, I, I don't know what that was. I can't remember the drink. The drink? The juice. The juice. Bear in mind, that was a cocktail with alcohol. So I don't know if that got a bit, a bit licked. But she was like, I like the juice, but I didn't, that food, no. And she just said it. Like, yeah. there was obviously like loads of people there. Yeah. Um, where Where she, is she from? She's Ibo. She's Nigerian. Nigerian. Yeah. That's a, but again, yeah. but this, but, but again, that's just that's a, a different... cultural thing. Why are you always knocking down my I'm examples? I'm sorry. I'm trying to I'm give sorry. good examples. The examples that you're giving, <laughs> they are wonderful stories, but. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're not applicable. Exactly. Because as soon as she said, because as soon as she said, yeah. She's Nigerian. Like, she's Nigerian. Nah. Nigerians are a different type of breed, just, you know. And it's so funny. It's actually very interesting, actually, the fact that we're both Nigerian and it's taken us so long to get to this point of <laughs> no escaping because our parents, my mum is notorious <laughs> for not giving like, a dumb. You're like, mum, do you like my hair? <laughs> Shit. My mum does not give a dumb. Like, she like... doesn't, like, sugarcoat anything. Mm. She's like, huh? Oh my god, I have stories upon stories, but no, let me not even. <laughs> let me not put my mum in that light. <laughs> but I'm just like, damn! I remember when I wore my first low cut, low cut top, yeah, and it literally was just, you probably saw like maybe less than half an inch of my like Brace. bosoms. Yeah, <laughs> just the cleavage. I was like, why is your breast hanging out? <laughs> You what's meant to watch your best? I was like, uh, they're gonna see it anyway because my top is obvious. I've got my chest is quite defined. Yeah, so you're going to encourage them to see your best. That's that's what you want. Is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> There's no conversation about it. No conversation. It's like, how is it indecent? No, it's like, cover yourself, right. my friend. Get out of here. Let me tell you, this is really bad, and I apologize for anybody who gets upset at the story. Yeah. <laughs> But I remember one, like years ago, years and years ago, I was walking. Um, me and my mum were walking. I went to go meet her at work, and she's working in Brixton. That's where we used to live, Brook, Brook, Big Up South. Oh, and um, I went outside to work, and she saw her friend or her colleague who she hadn't seen in ages, in like a long time. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh hi, how are you?" And she goes, "Ah!" And her friend was quite big, and she's like, "Ah!" You got so fat. <laughs> and I looked at my mum like, oh my God. <laughs> and I said, oh my God. like, you can't say that. She goes, yeah, bro. Oh my God. You got so fat. Why? Why are you so fat now? How did she respond to that? Like, I, can't, I was just, I didn't know what I just <laughs> so heard. Humiliated. I don't know what I heard anymore. <laughs> I'm humiliated. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. Embarrassed. I can't remember what she, I can't remember what the woman's there. I don't know. I think she obviously tried to laugh off. I don't know. <laughs> awkward but literally what to us mom you can't say that do you know why not is he not is she not no but they do do especially when it's like weight and um anything physical anything they will call it out out. they'll say it you're skinny look at your neck i remember i used to get that every time i come back from uni look at your neck what are you why are you not eating and then the next one they'd be like why why are you so round (laughs) (laughs) you can never be the right size i can't win no, nah, I feel like there is a certain level of resilience that you have to have to be a Nigerian, honestly. Yeah. Because when you think of some of the stuff that they would have said, like, I, I genuinely think I need therapy. We are 
we all need therapy. I think therapy. everyone needs therapy, yes. <laughs> to be honest. But I seem to feel we like I'm an exclusive therapy. case. I'm <laughs> just actually reflecting so... on some stuff. And I'm like, they said some bad stuff. But it wasn't, you know, it's never, for me, it was never ill intended. And I know that mum no. would never mean it in an no, ill intended way. No, she was, It would just be a matter she of fact. She was it as she saw it. Matter of matter fact. of fact. There was no like filter so or maybe let me. She was a big, when I say big woman, I don't mean like as in weight. When I say big woman now, I'm talking about she was a grown woman. Let me say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> as I said, I was like, wait, wait, wait people going to, she was a like a grown, grown woman. woman yeah. She was a grown woman. And my mom was like, <laughs> I was, oh my God, I wanted to, see, I, you know, I was like, I want to just walk, why? I don't want to be standing here right now. I don't, never. I don't know my mom. And you know, my mom, my mom loves to strip. Yes, <laughs> it's exaggeration in what I they said, say. My god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so it's very it's actually very oh. interesting actually that we've only come to this conclusion. Now, but I guess it's a mm. bit obviously it's a bit different in the sense of yeah, personally, like when it comes to my life, and I'm assuming your life, that's when I've decided to give no X. I don't care anymore mm. about what people what people think about the the choices and the decisions that I've made mm. and that I am making in my life, you know? Yeah. Um, and again, I think as well, it's, we were talking about earlier about the, quote, unquote, the spirit of guilt. Yeah. Um, I think that's Why did you say it like that? The spirit of guilt. <laughs> I don't know. If you see this lizard, you look at her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked. Guilt. 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 I wish I could record you right now. Your lizard lips. <laughs> A tongue. Leave a tongue. <laughs> Please go. Um, we were talking about, but I think that's also something that I am choosing as well to overcome, to fight. Yeah. Because I, I, as grown as I am, I still feel that, I still feel guilty yeah. because of certain decisions that I'm making. Or you feel like you need to, not ask for permission, but almost try and get a sense check before you go ahead. And, yeah. And that's, I just don't think that's right. And you know, like a lot of the time through the years, um, I, I've tried to get that that sense check. I've tried to like say, well, so validation. To, thing. Yeah, yeah, validation is a it's a killer. Validation is a killer. I mean, there, there's sometimes where I do think it can be appropriate where you may be making some big decisions um, that would impact your life forever. I don't think that's. I don't uh, think, I that's think that's validation. I think that's just like let me run something by you. Like I, I value your opinion. Mm. and I value and I know that you would never stim I do it with Stephanie all the time mm. you know what I'm saying I'll call you up and I'll be like this is I need to talk to you about something or what's your opinion about this mm. because I value your opinion I know you're not gonna steer me in a way I know you're never gonna tell me to do something because you think that's that's how I should live my life like do you know what I mean like you're not putting a particular ex- expectation on my life yeah. It's more of an interest in you and your and how, ability to navigate your situation. Do you know what I mean? And if I bring you anything, I'll be like, "Either, babe, that doesn't sound wise." Yeah. Or have you considered have this? Have you considered this? I get where you're coming from. Yeah. And the thing is, I do find that when we do have our conversations, we explore all, all the as, avenues. All avenues. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas you just be getting this direct, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. No. Yeah. Or yes. Yeah. Most of the time it's no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. and, but it's, there's never a reason. Like, my mom used to get so annoyed with me because I always, I, generally, I ask a lot of questions. Like, I always ask a lot of questions. But 
one question she she used to hate i always ask why mm. like she always told me something i'd be like why and she'll go why every time ask why every time every time every time <laughs> yeah because i want to know why i'm being told to do something or why i'm being told to think a certain way or, or why i want to know the reason behind something the society especially if i don't if i'm like that doesn't make sense in my head mm. so i need to know why why i should do that mm. and if it makes if you could tell me a reason i'm like okay fair enough i'll do it if not i'm kind of like well <laughs> i reject that yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but she was she's annoyed at me yeah but i have to ask why i get i get that though because why is such a hard question to answer sometimes but like okay even like okay I, i'm not a parent but even with like my nephews and stuff or i i've worked with i, I have a, a you know um a lot of experience working with young young people from all ages literally from four years old to 18, like I have a lot of experience. Mm. And whenever I've told, if any, if I tell someone to do something and they ask me why, I will give you the reason why I'm telling you to do it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I can't find a reason, it's like, well, can I really expect you to do something? Can I really expect yeah. you to do it if, if I would give you the reason why? I can't give you a justification. Because you're growing and you, you deserve to know. Yeah, but that's, again, a cultural difference. You're not even growing, you're just, you're a human and you deserve to know even if my nephew, he's three, but, I hope that's right. That's three or four. <laughs> he's a toddler. You know, if he, if I do something, it goes, why? Yeah. I want to explain to you why. Yeah. But that, again, like I said, it's a cultural <laughs> difference because the time that our parents would have lived in, you mm. can't ask why. You can't. No, 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 no. And if you did ask why, you, you would be seen as rebellious. Yeah. But like, I, I think society starting to shift. I think parents, you know, that, are, that have kids and stuff now like mm. or younger parents i guess millennials that are parents that's what i'm trying to say mm. um i think they're a lot more open to taking slightly different approaches yeah. with raising their kids of so. course i think a lot of it as well is trying to like undo what your parents have not no i'm not saying like okay, i'm not saying that we were brought up bad no 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 mm. i'm saying you know obviously as if you when you raise your own children i'm assuming mm. you still just a different parenting style one that might mm. that you may have wanted for yourself certain to aspects a degree, yeah certain certain aspects of your relationship between your parents you might be mm. like oh i don't particularly like that bit and i would mm. i hoped or wish it could have been different so let me mm. do that with my child do you know what i'm saying mm. um but i will ask you this what ask away darling what, ask away <laughs> ask away ask away what thing comes to mind right now yeah now that like you're kind of in your own or still establishing yeah your own i suppose is what is the one thing that you're just like i really don't care like i do not give a beep about like that i want whatever it is that i that i of recent that you've probably come into terms with come to terms with already or something that you've that was creeping up two weeks ago <clears throat> I got my first tattoo. <laughs> Terror, <laughs> abuse, <laughs> <I> <laughs> disobedience, <laughs> disrespect, <laughs> devilish, <laughs> stupidity for life. <laughs> Repentance. <laughs> I'm saying bare words I can think of in a conversation, so in a sentence. <laughs> I like for, I went to a for like you went to get a tattoo. Yes, yes, yes. You went to get a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see it. You know? 
You seen it? You haven't seen it yet? I ain't seen it. I will show you. Show me after. Show me after. Um, um, yeah, and I wanted one for years, years, mm. years, years, years. Do you know when you got tattoo. Pinterest? Pinterest. Hold on, do the others know that we're listening? They have tattoo. Who? Is that siblings? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. They know I was, I was tripping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. I'm grown. But do you see what I just did I'm there? Grown. It's almost like, did you ask them for permission, permission first before you ever did it? No, I just, I did it and I showed them. But <laughs> well, this is the thing. There may be some people that will listen to us now and be like, it's wow, no, you guys nothing. are like grown. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it really, it's a big really deal. is a big it's a, thing. It's a big deal. Even piercing, um, um, Tregos piercing. Any, any piercing that's not your earlobe. The way, the way the dirty looks I used to get, boy. I'd be like, it's not of God. I'd be like, show me the Bible. It's not of God. Boy. boy. <laughs> that would be the end of it. piercing your ear. No, Tregos, just Tregos here. But even double piercing. piercing. Yeah. Not supposed to do it. I know, but they seem to have a justification for that. But, you know, that's a... But anyway. Tell your story. Yeah, so I've wanted one for years and I haven't got one because I know I'm all flip out. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to the point where I have, I even went to uh, a type of my friend, two of my friends, and we're like, yeah, we're going to get tattoos. Went and to they a palo. got theirs. Huh? You went to a palo. Palo, tattoo palo. He <laughs> said, tattoo, tattoo palo. Palo, tattoo palo. I went because yes, I caught you saying in your sentence and I was like there are certain words that he says here that I'd have to ask her again just to double check if she ain't doing it on purpose she's like you palo why's your mouth like you palo it was so sad when you said the tattoo shop this girl says tattoo palo tattoo palo tattoo palo yeah so I went to the palo and um, yeah, I went like a few years back and I chickened out. I was like, Did I can't you? Do it. Yeah, my both my friends they got their tattoos and I chickened out. And I was like, You could have been on your tenth no, 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 no. one, huh? You could have been on your tenth <laughs> one. Give me a year. <laughs> you could have, have tattoos you on that, your face as well. Have, God, God forbid. <laughs> That's not of me. That's not of God. That's not of me. <laughs> that's not. That's tea not was way. here. <laughs> she said tea was here and she put it across her forehead. God forbid. Please, no. No. That's oh. not my portion. That's not my portion. But yeah, I went and then it's only like, you know, I have like a, my Pinterest board. I have like all these pics on my phone of what I want, where I want, all that good stuff. And then now in my tattoo of here, I was like, F it. Mm. Ave it with my decision. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did something so minor as well. It's not as it's not that big. It's the thing is, it sounds so crazy because there's people all over the world who <laughs> have that who's even younger than me. <laughs> my at, my like nephew, 13. my oldest nephew's twenty. He's got a massive one on his leg. Is he massive tattoo on his leg? Yeah. We're kids, man. Nice I feel 20. like I'm still a child in but my like, mind. Obviously, he's had a different not not necessarily different upbringing, but like. But he's a, he's he's a cool cat of life, man. You know someone who's just free, wild yeah. and free. He's been given zero s from day dot from birth, mate. <laughs> and the desert's like, I want to get the from two. day dot. I'm like, I want to be more like my G. <laughs> I want to be ten more years like my nephew. There's <laughs> <laughs> literally ten years ten between years. you. Ten old years. Bro. Well, what I did when I turned thirty, which is 
just I think you lot will laugh at me because it's so so minor. I went and got my second piercing. What piercing? Just here. Where? There. Can you not see it? Where did you get that? <laughs> August, I think, Is or it? September. Yeah. Are you? Did you? I went to Claire's accessories. Have you always wanted it? <laughs> yeah, what? But why did you get it? I did the Traegers first before mm. I did the double. Yeah. It's so dumb because I don't know. It's quite nice actually. I wonder if I should get. That's quite nice. Yeah. I just a little like. And it's diamond. like when people put like the hoop behind and an earring in the front. That's what I want to do. Um. But you know, it's yeah. still healing, so I don't want to take it out. How long does it take to heal? Well, you know, some people, especially <laughs> four weeks, I feel like mine's still taking a I'm bit of time. <laughs> yeah, show me yours. I show you mine. I, you show me yours. <laughs> T is actually in the process of stripping back. I can see your bra. Yeah. Is it? How long did that take? Only about ten minutes. Only about ten minutes. Is it? <laughs> I like it. Fuck. Does it hurt? No, not now. Oh, what, when I did it? Yeah. It, or did it sting? It like, it felt like it was itching. I feel like, the, I feel like when people describe it, yeah, it's, it's a bit bad. over the top. Is it? Yeah, not over the top. Obviously, like, it's, it's not it's not a comfortable feeling. It's not like a... Yeah, but my pain threshold is, like... You had a baby, like... I know, but I just... It's fine. I, my brain is disassociated. Like, like, it literally feels like... I don't know how to describe it. There are points where it felt like the needle, the needle was dragging from my skin, mm. and I could like, I could almost see it in my brain. Like, oh, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Did they draw on you first before they did the tattoo? Um, so she like... put the tent, the stencil, okay, and then like, and um, yeah, she put the stencil on my arm, some sort of ink, something. Yeah, she put it on the arm, and then coloured over it. <clears throat> then, because obviously, so you can see if that's where you want to pull it, because it's actually quite bigger before. So me and two of my other friends, I went with two of my other friends again, and we all got um, similar ones. And they all, ha- so they both have the same size-ish. Hmm. But I got mine a bit smaller, because like, it's a bit too big for me. You want me. it to be quit. I want it to be quit. You want it- and my first so one, they want to take off. cute, by the way. Quit means cute. <laughs> you yeah. want it to be quit. That was from That's my mom. You need to learn the, the Stephen T vocabulary. Mingle. Mom's that's, that's actually quite that's my mom's mom's term quits, quits. that's rather quits really quits let me quickly tell that story guys although it's, it's so random we're gonna go in a second yeah, anyway we need to. uh because we've been chatting your ears off for too long but this story yeah so one day my mom was in the living room and she was like oh she was looking at something on her phone she said oh that's very that's very qu- um quits and i said huh what she's like it's quits quits and i said mom, <laughs> she kept I, I saying like, it five times and i was like like generally like mom I don't know what that word is. Like, what would you mean? She's like, quit. C-U-T-E. I said, cute. <laughs> cute. I said, cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Quit, quit. From that moment on, I have never used cute. <laughs> quit. And quits. I have passed it on to all of my friends. Yeah. Quit. I'll take it. Quit. That is a big boy word. <laughs> it sounds better. No, we need to. We need to have a, a weekly vocab. Like we we have a dictionary. There is, there's quite a few. So if you guys are have been listening to our previous episodes, <laughs> you will be picking up on certain words that we will use. That you will know it's part of our vocabulary. And even though it's the English word, it will be spelt differently. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not even mine either. Yeah. No. Who's is mine. that? Uh, that's a friend of a friend of ours. 
Okay. Like my crew. Oh, okay. That 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 crew. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, guys, we should, we should close <laughs> off by asking. I want to ask 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 you a question. That's my question. What is the one thing you were scared to do in your twenties that you would do or have done? Now. Yeah. My tat, baby. Is it? It would it be tat. your tat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My tat. What about for you? I'm still thinking about it. I, I actually, I don't know. I've never had a, like a feel to be rebellious or whatever. Yeah. Um. Um. TikTok. <laughs> I don't it's know. TV show. People can't see you. I know. You have to stop talking. Yeah. I know, but I, I don't know. Maybe it will come to me after recording. Didn't. 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 No answer. No answer. I don't know. I genuinely don't believe. I mean, there was there would have been things that would have been afraid to have mm. done, and I think I still would be because one of I've always felt like I wanted to bungee jump or skydive more so skydive. But why did why haven't you done it? Because <clears throat> I'm scared of heights, and it's always been oh my, my thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know if it's associated oh with my, my age or just like I'm scared of heights. That wasn't a very good one. You're scared of heights. I genuinely, I have, it's momentary. It's a really weird, <laughs> I'm a weird, a weird, it's a wired, a weird. <laughs> a weird, a weird, there'll be sometimes, yeah, where I'll be high and it will just not, I wouldn't Probably. flinch, but there'll be other moments where it would literally, I know this sounds really weird, but the sensation I'll get is my butt feels numb. Like my butt to my thighs, my back of my thighs, and I'll be grinding my teeth as well. Yeah, it's an actual thing. I don't know if it's an actual condition. Maybe we should Google it, but you should go and Google it. I feel like that for time. So if I go on rides and stuff like that, I can somewhat tolerate it. And about planes, planes, I well, pulling off, I struggle. Really? Yeah, but it's all internalized. So I love heights, man. I don't mind it when I'm up there and I feel secure. It's when mm. I don't actually... So, yeah, it's when I don't feel secure is mm. when I get nervous. Yeah. So, if I watch someone, like, jumping off a cliff and stuff, it makes me tense. Is it? Yeah. Did you watch that... Autopost are fine. But did you watch that when that guy um, walked across... Did a tightrope across the can- Grand Canyon? I think so. I didn't. I don't think I watched it to the end. I watched it to the end. I was like, um... That is just demonic. Thinking about it now, demonic. Yeah, it's making me feel uncomfortable. I'm obviously using demonic in the wrong context. Absolutely, (laughs) it's just like, how is that possible? Like, are you not afraid? Like, my fear would make me fall off. Like, I'm thinking about it now, and it's making me feel so tense. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but He has given us to us the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the sound man. <laughs> what was the next bit? I actually, you I was harmonized. Really <laughs> I know it. You know when we started off this podcast, I said no singing, but I really think it's we're doing because she's a clerk. She joins me. You're a clerk. <laughs> anyway, we are wrapping up. We're wrapping we're up. Gotta go, we gotta go. go. Thanks oh. for sticking with us, guys. Yeah, an hour. We've kind of been all over the gaff this one. Yes and no. As always, I think you know we are giving some rich content. Yeah, we have left. There was some stuff that I feel like we. Her we haven't on. touched on yet. But you know, in time, innit? We're still baby boys, innit? You're still getting to know us. Maybe yeah, sometime down the line. Yeah, you're still getting to know our class. We'll still now open up. 
open up, open up, open up, we'll open up, open up for Thanks you. Thanks, shots down. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know Not what's happening podcast. with our following. How are you with me? I'm trying to turn them off. Oh, sorry. Podcast, um, Instagram is... <laughs> I want to yap, yap, yap your mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I'm you sound sorry. Like. <laughs> so follow us on Instagram um, at Not Yet Grown Podcast. Yes. Stay in touch, man. Like, yeah. you know, don't be scared. Guys, also, please be sharing. If you're liking, um, if you're liking and you're listening, be sharing. You need to share because that's what good people do. They share. Yeah, please, you know, you know, uh, buzz it on. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out. So, peace, love, and light. Bye.